But I wanted to ask you, what what do you do when you have everything everywhere? <laughs> all at fucking once. Oof. You, you trip balls. <laughs> Just well, trying to I'll comprehend. be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. This movie for people uh, that have never done any psychedelic, um, you know, items, mm -hmm. which like us that we haven't done it. This will be a great way to know what that might feel like. This is, this is like a gateway. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say a gateway. A24 gateway to drugs. Maybe. No. <laughs> Studio A24. We love them. They did that movie X that we liked. Um, but they have weird Over ones. The whale. They did the whale. Oof. Which people that haven't seen it. it, don't buy food before it. <laughs> Not a good um, trick. But no, everything, everywhere, all at once. When, you, when the movie starts, and this is the second time that I saw it um, before the review. But the first time, right? You don't know what the movie's gonna be about, and it just looks like a, like a little Asian American family, you know. And, and you look at what they do, and you're like, oh, this is probably gonna be like a like a movie that's gonna be very much like a story they tell. And then the first sign that you see something strange is when through the cameras of the of the of the laundry mat, you see the dad who's always like very mild and very calm doing some like ninja flips and you're like, whoa. <laughs> and then it, it's funny because you're like, whoa. And you could, it could be that you miss it. If you're not looking, you could miss it. But you're like, wait, wait, what? And that already gets you in like excited. You're like, oh shit, there's going to be some weird shit happening, but I don't even know where. And it keeps getting weirder. And at times you kind of have to be sort of in it to track it. But, uh, man, I'm really happy that it won all the awards that it won. Yeah. It was a beautiful movie. And it had so much good feeling in it and so much self-reflection to yourself about life and what matters. And I don't know. Uh, I really love this movie. What, what do you guys think? Oof. This movie was... It, it, had, it had a rough start because of how crazy it was. But it it kept building and building and building. You're like, oh shit! Like, where's this going? Like, when they started introducing like the the little like the little ticks, like you have to do certain ticks to go into different characters. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was that was intense. That was intense. Um, definitely do not watch this with your parents because <laughs> of the whole um, trophy scene. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> What was the trophy scene? The, Where the like trophy one scene of the, with the with the guard, the, the guard and the trophy scene. Yeah, like one of the one of the triggers to go into the different mode was like sticking a trophy up your ah, rectum. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that with my parents. I just think if I watch this with my parents, they would just be like, "Yo, what the fuck is this? Is this like one exactly. of these <laughs> rock movies you watch?" Like, <laughs> even though it has such a deep and like lovely message, but um, right, right. It, it is a weird one and it is true that like the whole concept of the donut and the donut having all of the anxiety and bullshit in it or mm -hmm. uh, it, it is a metaphor that maybe doesn't fully make sense but you kind of have to suspend belief there 
and let that just ride on its own mm -hmm. and just worry about what that's trying to really uh, make you look at, which is, which is, which is that balance between the guilt of not achieving things in life and also enjoying the small things. I mean, we could debate what the movie's message was really about, but that's sort of what I got from it. And he hit me in the feels in many parts. You know, you've, uh, I felt related to, to the characters many times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also, the mom. The mom that reflected on her life a lot and her actions and decisions and looking at her husband sometimes and like, hey, do I really want this? Do I appreciate this? Yeah, I yeah, call I myself right reflecting on my own life. Mm -hmm. Call myself reflecting my own life, my own decisions and seeing, analyzing the route that I took and how I ended up in the position that I, I'm in now. And yeah, I think that alone was pretty deep about the movie. I think the most powerful scene it was the most stoic, which was the the rock scene, like where the two girls are are just rocks and they're just talking to each other, and like the you know the what they talk about and how you know like you just have to like appreciate what you got and and like like this could have been one of, this could have been your reality. You could have just been a rock for your entire life, but but look at what you look at where you're at. You could you could achieve anything, uh, you know, like with your life, and it was it was it was it was strong. It was hard. And you know, like the 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 real metaphor of the donut thing and everything everywhere all at once is sort of like this feeling of just letting go and not giving a fuck. And she almost gets the mom to get convinced into going into the black donut hole because she's like, look, look how it feels. Do you see? What happens when you see everything everywhere all at once? You see that it's all nothing, that nothing really matters. And doesn't that make you feel like a calm, soothing thing that you don't have to try and you don't have to care about did you achieve this? Are you making your parents proud? Are you doing the things by the standards of society that you're supposed to be doing at this age and shit? And it's like if you drop all that and you don't give a fuck, nothing matters. And part of that to me was appealing because sometimes there's been situations where I wanted to feel like that and I kind of pushed that feeling um, towards me because I kind of want to feel that, hey, fuck it all, right? But it's, it's funny how at the end the mom brings it back and sort of lets her know, no, like everything we do, this thing like that we live together as a family and these experiences that we have is what matters. And it matters so much that we should enjoy them and keep pushing forward despite the difficulties of life. Um, the, despite nothing mattering, but at least this matters, like us here now. And even if we have this shitty laundromat, like. <laughs> <laughs> Look how goofy your dad is. <laughs> Look at the retard I fucking married. <laughs> you want to complain about your life? <laughs> I, I didn't. I, I should have rewatched the movie before we're talking about it because I, I remember watching it and I remember that the dad is aware that he plays that role. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I think there was a scene right where he kind of steps out of it and he's like, "Look, I know I'm a dickhead, and I know that I, I am this way, and but it's better to be this way and to be a bit naive, but be happy go lucky because what's the alternative to be a sour piece of shit?" Um. I'm not sure if he says that like that, but I, I think they do 
she realizes at the end that like because she's so crazy crazy in a way and so worried about things and stressed the fuck out and has a strong character that she has to deal with life has matched her with a couple that's kind mild and calm that matches her intensity in a way where he helps her be who she is and vice versa and the whole movie sort of tells you like oh she's feeling like did i make the right choice like what adrian was saying i married this dude who's like you know and then at the end she realizes like oh i'm a bitch for actually not appreciating how nice he is you know so yeah right but he he's aware of how nice he is and he does it intentionally right pretty sure there was a scene where he's like look no. i know that i'm silly no i think that's like himself but in another world in another wow. dimension where he comes back because because he would get into the body of him of himself and then he would tell her like not the real him but like the other guy mm. that's coming from the other world like hey by the way yeah i'm not your husband this is like another version of me that's a lot cooler and <laughs> you know i don't make noodles and shit <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> i'm fucking bitches Bro. left and right i go to the <clears throat> strip club so he might be silly and shit but i'm not okay like don't get confused <laughs> don't get it to the same face. Same face. But it's not like below, it's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> bro, the, the the spaghetti fingers, bro. That was hilarious. <laughs> or like the, the sausage fingers. The sausage. <laughs> All right. Uncomfortable silence. And that one is sometimes my, important. My AirPod died. His AirPods died. Okay. Yeah, the sausage fingers. Well, what was he, bro? Everybody won an award for that movie. Yeah, they got best movie, right? They got like best editing, actors, and you know that guy is the little boy from The Goonies and Indiana Jones. Yeah, he won. Jamie Lee Curtis won. Best original screenplay. Best. They won best directing too. Maybe editing, I think. And apparently, the guys learned how to edit on YouTube. Holy crap! Yeah, no, I think that, and I remember when we watched this movie, we really liked it. For some reason, we didn't review it back then when it came out, like a year ago. But I'm so happy that he won all those all those awards. And yeah, man, it it really touched on a deep level, but still made it funny and weird. And one thing that I don't know if you guys noticed in this era where everything is so politicized and every movie or show has like a political tint, this movie didn't touch on any of that. It, it was just entertaining. It showed how like this Asian American family goes through these struggles and the father of the mom, right? The grandpa coming from like another tradition where, you know, they can't even imagine what a lesbian is, right? So it's like, they don't know how to even tell her, tell the guy, you know. Uh, but I thought it was really funny that that guy in other dimensions had like this little wheelchair with like a booster and, you know, he would go, <laughs> he would go and like murk people, you know. <laughs> it, it was funny like that. That whole thing made it really, really fun. 
And, and yeah, you were saying, John, like the things they would need to do to trigger themselves to go to another dimension. It's like paper cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, like break your arm, like beat on yourself. It was, that was really cool. Yeah, it was a super fun movie. Um, and, you know, it be, it's become a meme, that phrase at the end, like in another life, I would have loved to, you know, do laundry and taxes with you, you know, for our, like, it's become a meme because it's now being used a lot. And I, and I always thought that like, that was such a beautiful line, you know, it's like, look, I would love to be with you and we could do the most mundane shit ever. And I'll still be happy because we're together and living life daily. So it makes you think about how much you don't appreciate the shit that you have and how you're always on the come up for something better. And yeah, also, you take what you have for granted. And also how this generation of like people coming up now, like the kids that are 18 now, I feel like because of social media and how accessible you have everyone in the world, you almost feel like you could never feel certain that what you have is good enough and that you could get something better. Like in the Miami life, you know, you guys go out sometimes, uh, you know, have fun around the, the night establishments. And it could be that people have this culture where it's like, wait, let me wait until the very end to make sure that whatever I do today is the best plan possible. So I wait until the end to see if something better comes up. Right. So I don't really commit to anything because who knows if like a better party comes or a better gathering. And that's what people's mentality is with everything now these days. It's like, no, let me wait it out. Let me search more. And even when I got something, it's like maybe I can get something more. And sometimes we don't appreciate the more important things. And this affects us, too. I mean, we're older generation, but we still get affected by those social media, you know, the, the FOMO, the FOMO, that's what it's called. <laughs> Like the, the fear of missing out. Oh, shit. I didn't even know it was like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you said it so casually. Like, <laughs> yo, as a formal life. That formal life. Fear of missing out. Oh, shit. And is that like a. Like, could you elaborate a bit on that? Because you said that so casually and then I mean, provided no right. context that I feel a little bit. <laughs> that term's been around for a while. It's, it's, a, it's a feeling. That you get when you see people post on social media like oh i'm at this party or i'm out here blah blah blah, blah and you, you're there's a fear inside of you that you're you're missing out on, a, on an opportunity to socialize with your friends or family uh missing out on an, on an event that you wanted to go to uh missing out at, at a location uh missing out on, on seeing what your favorite artists you know play and and it, it it kind of, to a certain extent, gets you depressed um, to, to, to not be like you're focused on the fact that you're missing out over there, but then you don't realize that you're also missing out in here by missing by 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 being depressed because you're missing out over there. Mm, so that double so, miss out because you're, you're not you're not enjoying what you're doing at, at the moment, which could be hanging out with your kids hanging out with your family, um, watching uh, 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 the TV or a series or something that you that you right. wanted to watch. So I mean, understandable, you, though, because hanging out with your kids, your family, you know, who wants to do that? <laughs> versus, versus going formal to see the It's a formal no, alert right versus there. Going, versus going to Ultra, going to Miami Music Week, 
going to yeah, right see yeah. Drake. Babysitter. <laughs> going to a strip club. Full going, to, right there. <laughs> going to uh, a, a friend's birthday. You know, like the, you're missing out. Um, you're, you're, you're afraid you, of missing out. Have you been a victim of the FOMO monster? I mean, I'm, pre I'm pretty sure we all have at some point in time in our lives. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Mm. Okay. Um, the FOMO is yeah, it's like an epidemic of FOMO right now. And and that is amplified by social media. I sometimes have experienced a different type of fear, which is called the phobia, which uh -huh. is fear of being included, which is the opposite. <laughs> like they include like when here's a wedding coming up you're like oh yeah, god fuck. the phobia that phobia hits hard <laughs> and if the wedding is someone very creative very adventurous they're like hey we're going to Crete Greece oh what the fuck you need to rent a helicopter <laughs> you know we decided to to have our wedding uh, you know in a nice little quaint spot on the dark side of the moon. You're like, what the f Yeah. <laughs> you need to travel on a You need shuttle. to call SpaceX. That's Elon Musk company. Fuck. And you need to book, <laughs> book, book a plane. You need to book a shuttle, bitch. Book a rocket. <laughs> When we say we're having a honeymoon, that's for real. <laughs> why, why is it called a honeymoon? That's, I never got that. La luna de miel. I don't know. I like how you said that. It was like a very like a Latino actor, like La Luna de Miel. It's like a, like a, like a TV show. <laughs> yeah, it's like the type of shit like that would make Tiffany from Wisconsin, you know, get a uh, moist, moist in the general areas. In the general areas. Um, okay, everything, everywhere, all at once. You know what's funny? And I'm not, I don't want to get political, but I will. This movie, you never think, oh, this is a nice oh. Asian movie. Or, oh, this is a nice movie with ethnic characters. No, you just feel this is a great movie. And you don't even think about the other stuff. Because when a movie is good, the diversity comes as an organic... Um, Thing of the movie, yeah, exactly. An organic component. It's not a requirement. It was never to be start. It was just a great story with a great message. And I actually found it cool that you use this Asian American culture to to to, to see it through those eyes because it was relevant to the story. Mm -hmm. Because the girl was an immigrant, uh, um, daughter of immigrants, and you related to that shit because we're we're kind of children of immigrants, right? I mean, like, I'm, an, yeah. I'm an immigrant myself. Um, for, for like a first generation, a legal one. <laughs> <laughs> for a first generation American immigrant, yeah. So you see, you could relate how, like, yeah, my mom wouldn't understand this, you know. Yeah, I like guys and girls. What? What? You have to explain. You have to explain to fucking grandpa. Fucking <laughs> grandpa. <laughs> who fought in the war? <laughs> You know, <laughs> who killed people in Viet Cong. <laughs> now he's got to deal with this shit. Now he's got to know, you know, why you fucking going to, you know, Party City and whatever. So, so <laughs> but, but, Spencer's but, buying weird things. Now, now the grandpa has uh, phobia. Yeah, he has. Fear of being canceled. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so that FOMO. He has, he has, he has fuck. F O K, fear of knowing. Fear of knowing. <laughs> fuck. No, that FOMO, I mean, that's, I think, hurting a lot. Because in the past, it was the other way around to the other extreme, where like you're born in Alberta or whatever town, and then, <laughs> and then there's only <laughs> three, three girls your age, and, and you got to choose from one of them. <laughs> like like a Pokemon. <laughs> you get a starter Pokemon. You don't have like, but so but, and that's a little restrictive, right? You're like, oh, I only get choice of these three. God damn. Oof. And but now people have access to a billion people, so it's completely to the other side where it's like it's irrealistic and it's irrelevant, like. And people think that because you maybe see on Instagram some girl that's super um, fine, that that means that there's something else out there, and it it distorts the way people look at beauty and 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 look at people and look at the the lives of others in social media. I think we're still learning how to cope with it. You know, I think the older generation has a little more of the other stuff from before where you could get a little more sense of what real stuff is and what matters. But for younger kids that have grown with technology, I do see how that FOMO could hit harder. You know, maybe like you could start like, I don't know. I know you have kids, Adrian. Do you know if in the schools there's like any FOMO clubs or FOMO awareness month? <laughs> <laughs> not that i know of. and now i have fomo because i don't know about it <laughs> right you, you might be right now you might be fomoing out on some like i'm important... fomoing out i'm not I'm, I'm physically here but i'm fomoing mentally okay <laughs> no, we could tell i remember fomo was around since high school since middle school like so you, you have to uh, everybody's going to a party on friday you have to stay home and study for a test or mom doesn't let you go whatever right that's more like a homo. homo. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> he goes been waiting for that one. <laughs> He's wanna, he want to let that rip. <laughs> no, 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 I did it. I did it. <laughs> waiting. How can I? <laughs> that one, that one kind of just happened by instinct. It, I didn't. It was, it, was, it was natural. It was, it was a, uh, you know, it, it happened uh, organically. <laughs> I mean, that's how kids would bully you back then. Like, no, hey, I'm gonna stay home and study. They'll be like, hey. Yeah, you're homo. Yeah. <laughs> I need to pass this test. You know? All right, homo. <laughs> <laughs> and how you were homo. That word has been used in a while. Bring right? it back. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird one, right? When you bring it back like that. Damn. <laughs> the other day I was on the podcast, the Spanish one. But the guy I do it with, right? He also grew up in Miami. And he was talking about how, like, he would get bullied and he would be called the, the F word, <laughs> you uh -huh. know? Uh -huh. um, no, that one's still, that one's still going. It's a relation. That one's still going around like it's nothing. It's a relation to the other one that we just said. Yeah, it's a relation to the, <laughs> yeah, no. to the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Like, Eminem was doing songs about that, like, no love, like, uh -huh. you know? And, like, now it's, it's weird, right? Because 
Because of the FOMO, pretty much. You don't want to miss out on, on like, the new culture and shit. Okay. New culture. So, everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't know. I just can't say anything else except that I really enjoyed it. I don't think it was too long. I think it was two hours or less, which I appreciate. Sorry. Sorry. Do you think that the... The scene with the IRS is consistent to, to you know, to how people look at the IRS in the U.S. <laughs> are you scared to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> giving me more of a of a reason to think. Yeah, giving you FOMO about IRS. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think that's that's how they made it look like it was a scary place, you know. Yeah, like a pain in the ass. Well, they're using everything as a as a business, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, if if we're fair about this, I can, you kind of wanted to feel like, man, they're hurting the small immigrant business owner. But it's like, bro, you're straight up committing fraud. Like, it's like vacation to Disneyland. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Well, I think yeah. they were chugging up their own like dinners. Yeah, they were putting in there shit that you shouldn't. And that's the type of thing that ends up looking bad on the immigrant, and that's what they don't allow us in then. I mean, not, I say us, you guys are American citizens. <laughs> but but that, that, that could also be from, from a lack of knowing the, the system and how it works. Like maybe mm. you put out, maybe, maybe yes. put in that expense not knowing that it was part of it. But I mean, mm. assuming how long okay. have they been. Let me put this expense because I don't. You know, I don't know. Most, my, un <laughs> my understanding is that whatever I spend in life should be taken off my taxes. Can write it up. <laughs> well, I mean, like I, I run the business, right? And I needed to take a mental health day, so I went to Disney. You know, and and it's part of the business. Like in, in order for the business to keep running, I need to take this mental health day. Otherwise, right. I'm just going to shut it down. Right. A case could be made. Okay. I mean that to be to be fair, that is the case that like executives use, right? They're like, if I didn't go to these expensive ass restaurants and fuck these whores, <laughs> this company couldn't stay afloat. <laughs> I, I needed to release. I, I, I had to take a sabbatical. No, how many times have you heard yeah. that? With seventy-five Scandinavian whores. <laughs> Speaking about Scandinavia. Um, <laughs> that's um, that's actually where the term honeymoon comes from. Oh, word! Yeah, I was gonna bring it up at the end, but now you brought up, brought up Scandinavian. Uh, honeymoon comes from uh, the term for uh, during the first month of marriage. Uh, they usually drink mead, which is fermented honey, mm -hmm. and um, it's it's they know it's a month because they would look up to, for the moon cycle. So you're supposed to drink that the mead or the honey, fermented honey, during the moon cycle, the first moon cycle when you get married, to increase the likelihood of you be of you conceiving. Mm, okay, that's where. So the, the, so the honeymoon is actually meant to be a month of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Okay. Basically. Okay, and that mead. Pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I like it. So, like, technically speaking, a honeymoon should be a whole month in a resort in Punta Cana with liquor included on a daily basis, eating meat. I mean, mead, mead, mead. 
which is fermented honey. Well, I mean, I think it's more of a concept. You know, you could do mojitos, and I think yeah, but but you gotta. I would say at least start the first night with the with the meat, and then yeah. the rest of the night do whatever they, you want. I'm not sure if meat is something that people drink today. I think it was more like a the Game of Thrones I, days. I, I, I would like to try it. I mean, now 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 I have FOMO for meat. Right. That's a, <laughs> when I right. get married, I'm definitely doing this it's for sure it for a whole now, month. Now I have to get married to San Diego. After thirty, can your body take? <laughs> after thirty, can your body take thirty days of, of, al of alcohol <laughs> and sexual deviation? I can try. <laughs> I will try. Goddamn it! I, I'll try my damnedest. <laughs> <laughs> right, I believe right. I will try, Kiko. You better believe. I, I'd be like Fifty Cent. Get fucked or die try. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> I don't think that's. <laughs> Wait, that's not, the, that's not the album. That's not the album. Maybe is that the remix? <laughs> <laughs> In my honeymoon, I'm getting fucked. Or I'm dry trying. I don't okay. know what, what what movies John's watching these days. <laughs> I found, I are you watching I, everything everywhere found, all inside me what <laughs> get fucked or die trying found it on the hub eight, eight mile cock <laughs> <laughs> i think the this movie shows that even the even the cliche thing of appreciating the small things is important uh, appreciating the relationships that you have with friends and family and the people that you love and and also appreciating even if you're like in a shitty situation in a shitty job if you can have one time in the day where you're maybe smoking a cigarette smoking another substance having a tea a coffee and you're thinking about the grandness of the world and the fact that you were born in this era to see this and to have the relationships you have that that you should be appreciated and should shouldn't be taken for granted. So, yeah, I don't take you guys for granted, and I'm very appreciated of of you guys and what you guys um, have been for me. And I think this movie makes you appreciate all those beautiful people that you meet in life. Mm -hmm. And now I kind of want to have sausage fingers. I will give this movie an eight point five. Um, I loved it. Yeah. What do you guys give it? I, I give it a nine. I could watch this movie anytime, anywhere, all at once. <laughs> all, all inside of me. What? All, all inside of me. <laughs> My girlfriend hasn't seen it yet, and I've been dying to watch it with her. Because it's a feel-good movie. It's fun. It's funny. And it has that deep message of appreciation. And, yeah, I want to share that experience with her. So, I don't know. I really like this movie. The first time I saw it, it was, it was great. And I've been dying to watch it again. So I, I give it a nine. If you want to make the experience a little plus, order Chinese takeout. Sorry, go on, mm -hmm. DJ. I, I, I give it a nine. The only reason I don't give it a ten is because I tried one of the takes and it didn't work. I didn't. I didn't change it to any. I didn't no. get any powers or like that. Okay. The, the one with the trophy. I tried that one and it didn't work. Is the trophy okay? I will be your tip, John. <laughs> that one, oh, you know, I got just got to keep trying different things, right? <laughs> It's not a trophy that you needed. <laughs> okay, so that's how things, if I'm not mistaken, like an 8.75 or 8.666. Um, Pretty heavy sorry, on the Richter seven. scale. Yeah, 8.6. Because it's two nines and an 8.5. What's that's, that? Uh, that's actually a little bit more. It's quite nine, the earthquake. 9 plus 9 plus 8.5. 8.833333. 8 Damn, that's pretty high out there. 
I think we've had maybe like a nine or a nine point five. Yeah, Gladiator or not? Um, Gladiator, I think um, was yeah. maybe yeah, one of those classic ones. Yeah, maybe the what was the one with Denzel Washington, the football one? Oh, remember, remember the Titans? Titans? Oh, I think that was a ten for me. <clears throat> what, what about what about that one with uh, with Bradley Cooper? Did we did we did we put that one up Ooh, there? Or no? Nightmare Addict. Oh shit, that one was good. The Labyrinth of Yeah, I, I lost it. I lost the list. We've done many movies. What was that one called? The Freak. Well, the the Freak, right? At the, the freak, end, the... the Freak. Dude, fuck! <laughs> I forgot about that movie. That was a really fucking good movie. I, 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 I can't, really I can't, movie. I can't forget about that movie. Bro, that, that, Cooper. That, that, that twist, that twist at the end. Oof. By the way, Louis C.K. just released a special. So, really, on Dude. Netflix? No, on his website. So we're gonna watch it and we'll review that as well. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Thanks, guys, for watching. Let us know what you thought about this movie. I mean, it won all these Oscars. Finally, I thought, fuck, the, they're giving it to the right movies, and a lot of the movies nominated, I was happy with as well. 1917, The Fablemans, which I just watched today. Um, yeah, there were other movies there that were really good, and I think that maybe the Oscars is now looking at actual good movies. I don't know if you guys remember the, the last Oscars that we reviewed, or maybe mm -hmm. the one before that were Coda won. The other movies there were just odd. Um, but yeah. yeah oh. were, well, Nightmare Early, I think, should have won last year instead of Coda. But Coda was really good, too. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Coda is good. No, Coda was good. Mm -hmm. It is cheesy, and, but it's, it's good. And, and actually, uh, now you're speaking about the Fablemans, uh, they were also in the running for, for Best Actress. Uh, and obviously, Michelle Yeoh uh, beat her out. Yeah, with, that uh, was with good, everything. Cause, cause everywhere I, I, at once. I have my. Yeah, I mean, I think that you're talking about the mom in the Fablemans. I think so. Yeah, I don't know about that one. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll review the Fablemans, uh, which is about Steven Spielberg and his upbringing. In, uh, I will say that there are some nominations that were kind of weird. Avatar being nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, Avatar shouldn't even be in this category. Like, but, but if your movie picture, looks like a Disney World ride, like, get, that's but, another category. What, what about Best Picture? Can you, can you give it to that? But I, I think they should have their own category, like with Marvel movies. Also, like best, best Animated? Maverick? No, Best... Ben? Oh, Maverick. Best Fantasy Movie for Children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That one was weird, and yeah, Top Gun was also another weird one. It's like this is just like a feel-good, pura American movie, like way. But but it was it was actually it was actually pretty good. I, I did like uh, Top Gun. No matter. I mean, I yeah, yeah. It. Don't get me wrong. It was really good. I watched it any time, but I don't think nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, it's a little a little much. I I just don't think it should be in the same category as the other ones. They should have their own thing, like right. movies for. <laughs> Coming people. to TNT in two years. I don't know. We're talking <laughs> mad shit. <laughs> All right, like, the Broski Doodles. Um, you know, we're about the good movies, but I mean, Avatar, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch Maverick either. Well, you're not missing much on Avatar. The plot was really dumb. I, and I think uh, Top Gun is, is worth a watch. It's fun. So, supposedly, part three, they're going to introduce lava people. Like <laughs> lava Avatar. <laughs> That's like a joke, right? <laughs> I, I I don't know. 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I I I I don't have FOMO for that one. Right. <laughs> well, guys, yeah. uh, make sure to subscribe. This way, you don't have any FOMO about missing out on on the episodes that we come out with. Um, and yeah, we're on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Pirate Bay, LimeWire, <laughs> LimeWire, BearShare, Napster. Pornhub is coming out, drilling that shit. We, we can't say that, that word. P-Hub. Say P-Hub. Oh, say, or say the hub. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the hub. The hub. The hub. The hub. All right, guys. Thank you for joining. Take care. Peace. Peace. Peace.